Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. His death really hit me hard, as it did a lot of parrot heads. And to whoever sent me the text, this is how the text read. Lisa was remembering Jimmy Buffett today, and I'm driving near 63rd and Stewart, and I saw wild parrots. I saw a wild parrot, because we were also talking about the parrot heads. I've got a great parrot head story coming up in the next 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, those those are monk parakeets. They look like parrots, and They've been around, I think, since the 50s or 60s. It's not unusual in the winter to see them all huddled together. How they survive winters in Chicago, I have absolutely no idea. The whole world is suffering the loss of Jimmy Buffett, and people are trying to understand more about this cancer. He didn't want to burden people. He was in, you know, some people are saying he was in hospice. All I know is he was surrounded by his six dogs and his loved ones when he passed but he he didn't really share any details. There are some superstars that have been, you know, sharing their memories and they knew of it. But what do we know about Merkel cell skin cancer? We thought we'd reach out to Dr. Jeffrey Wayne, surgical oncologist at Lurie Cancer Center at Northwestern Medicine. How rare is this, Dr. Wayne? Lisa, this is one of the uh, most rare skin uh, cancers, but um, like melanoma, uh, which is another kind of uh, um, rare and deadly skin cancer, it's the number two cause of skin cancer death. So, you know, very rare, but also, you know, very serious when it's diagnosed. And and I think one thing to add is it's often diagnosed late and uh, doesn't get a lot as much attention as, say, something like melanoma, where people are some now getting much more attuned to, to diagnosing those types of moles and things on their skin. Yeah, I think Jimmy Buffett did his last show in May and said there was something serious he had to attend to. And uh, based on where they want money sent in his name, one being MD Anderson in Houston, which is a great cancer center, I'm guessing that he knew then. So how would it show up? I mean, I, like, did he get sick in some other way or would it have been a lesion on his skin? Well, these these um, these tumors tend to occur on the um, sun exposed areas of patients who are older than fifty years old. So, um, uh, older folks, um, chronically sun exposed areas, and we think that you know sun, like it is in many other skin cancers, is the real risk factor for this. Again, the issue is is that um, it's often diagnosed uh, at a more advanced stage because it doesn't look like a typical mold. In other words, it's not brown, it's not black, it's not changing colors. It tends to be kind of either fleshy or or violet in color, um, often grows quite rapidly. And, um, you know, again, uh, for people who aren't attuned to that diagnosis or attuned to what that kind of change can mean, um, you know, they may uh, fail to seek timely care and and to get something like that biopsy. Uh, I think it was Dr. Most who might have been on with John Williams today for his usual Tuesday hit on the radio. He talked about a virus that lives on Mm -hmm. the skin and how that might be related to Merkel cell skin cancer. Yeah, a lot of our understanding of this rare cancer is, is come through a, the discovery that uh, a virus called the polyoma virus um, can be associated with Merkel cell cancers. Now, not every Merkel cell cancer, um, uh, not the blood of every Merkel cell cancer uh, patient uh, expresses this polyoma virus, but when they do, we kind of know that it's not only Merkel cell cancer, but can be an, a very aggressive variant of the Merkel cell cancer.
What do we have to do to keep ourselves safe? Because I think you're talking to a generation of people right now who may have not used sunscreen in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Um, What do we do now and what do we look for? Um, You know, I I, I would say, you know, and and I've said this uh, in many other interviews about different skin cancers that, you know, a total body head to toe skin exam uh, really should be part of everyone's physical exam once a year. And if your internist or your family medicine doctor or your primary care physician isn't comfortable doing that type of exam, then in all, you know, by all means, you should seek out a, a dermatologist. And if you've had, again, if you're a young kid and you're out and you were told you didn't need sunscreen and you got blistering sunburns, and, and I think as a lot of us did when we were younger, um, you know, you definitely should probably be screened by a dermatologist once a year looking for all types of skin cancers, you know, the more common basal cell and squamous cell cancers, but also the more rare and more serious uh, Merkel cell cancer and melanoma um, cancers. Those are the two that kill most predominantly, right? They are. They're the ones that uh, have, you know, uh, can spread to lymph nodes and then to other parts of the body through the bloodstream. And, you know, another famous musician uh, who I think many people uh, were fond of, Jimmy Buffett, uh, excuse me, uh, Bob Marley, died of, of metastatic melanoma. Um, so, you know, this, these, uh, these rare cancers really have uh, taken away a lot from us, and uh, especially music fans. And you just, you can't stop it, right? Chemo won't put a stop to it once it's invaded your body? Um, you know, that's, that's the thing. If, you know, with early diagnosis, these cancers are very treatable. When they get into the lymph nodes, they're much more, um, uh, much less amenable to a full cure. You know, we do things like uh, take out lymph nodes. We surgically, we, we treat with radiation. Uh, we often use immunotherapy, which has revolutionized uh, the treatment of a lot of these rare skin cancers. But the Merkel cell cancer is one where we really have a lot less experience with that. And once it gets into kind of distant sites, lung, liver, bone, brain, you know, the cat, the cat's kind of out of the bag at that point, and there's not much uh, we're able to do except to potentially extend life by a little bit. And Dr. Wayne, how many patients do you see on the average every year with this type of cancer that killed Jimmy Buffett? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I probably see, uh, you know, one a week. And, uh, but, you know, that's because that's my practice. I'm a, a busy, you know, surgical oncologist at a, at a uh, academic medical center. But, you know, I would say if you get diagnosed with this type of cancer or this type of cancer is suspected, make sure you get yourself into the hands of a specialist. Um, you know, the, the, the treatment is not just to remove it in a dermatologist's office like you would a, a, a basal cell cancer or a, 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 a squamous cell cancer. You need to have a specialized lymph node biopsy called the sentinel lymph node biopsy to determine has it microscopically already gotten to the lymph nodes. And if it has, you know, hopefully we can intervene with some of these therapies early and, uh, you know, extend the lives of our patients who have this disease. Thank you so much for sharing everything that you just did and for doing what you do. We appreciate it. Thank you, Lisa. Have a great day. And um, uh, again, get a, get, get a dermatologist. If you've been out in the sun and you have fair, fair skin, fair hair, you know, you, you got to get a dermatologist and, and be seen once a year. It's just part of your routine good health maintenance. Dr. Jeffrey Wayne, Surgical Oncology at Lurie Cancer Center at Northwestern Medicine. We're talking about the loss of Jimmy Buffett. Great parrot head story coming up next. And the newsroom temperature check. First, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic.